Hello, my beloved friends. Good morning. It's another time with Pastor Sam Onyeji on family life. I'm so sorry for being unable to bring you your favorite podcast for over a week now. It's really unfortunate and I'm really, really sorry for that. But thank God we are able to be back again. Today's podcast is for both men and women and I title it Chasing the Wind. Chasing the Wind. You may wonder which kind of title is this. You will soon find out what it's all about. But first, let's go to the Word of God and let's read Genesis chapter 3 from verse 17 to 19. Genesis chapter 3 beginning from verse 17. And to the man, he said, that's referring to God, God said to the man, Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life you will struggle to catch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains. By the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. Praise the Lord. This was God addressing the man after Adam and his wife had disobeyed God. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 15, we read that the Lord delegated to Adam the job of cultivating and caring for the Garden of Eden. This work wasn't given to Adam as a punishment for his sin. God had given him work and valued that work even before the fall. Before Adam and Eve sinned, God had already given the man work to do. This work was given by God to man as a blessing, a way to fulfill his days on earth. In addition, he would be able to glorify God through his work. Now, the difference between work before and after the fall is that afterwards, the work became more difficult. Before sin came into the world, Adam already had work to do. God has already delegated assignment he was to do. God's purpose was to make God to find fulfillment because man needs to feel fulfilled in what he does. That is the way God made him. But after man sinned, the work now become more tedious and more difficult. God gave to every human being the desire and the need for fulfillment and work. It is a challenge that may require personal sacrifice. But it is a worthy one because it can lead to conquest and the transformation of the world in which we live. Since that is the way things are, we have the responsibility of putting our work in the right perspective. We have the responsibility of putting our work in the right perspective. Wise King Solomon has something important to say about this. In Ecclesiastes chapter 2, if you read verses 10 and 11, 
you hear what King Solomon had to say. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. And it says, Anything I wanted, I would take. I denied myself no pleasure. I even found pleasure. I found great pleasure in hard work, a reward for all my labors. But as I looked at everything I had worked so hard to accomplish, it was all so meaningless, like chasing the wind. This is where our title came. Solomon said, but as I look at everything I had done so hard, I had worked so hard to accomplish, it was all so meaningless, like chasing the wind. There was nothing really worthwhile anywhere. Yes, Solomon summarized his many attempts at finding life's meaning as chasing the wind. You know, we feel the wind as it passes, but we can't catch hold of it. We can't keep it. In all our accomplishments, even the big ones, our good feelings are only temporary. Security and self-worth are found not in these accomplishments, but far beyond them in the love of God. Think about what you consider worthwhile, where you place your time, your energy, and your money. I want to ask you a question. Will you one day look back and decide that you too were chasing the wind? What does Solomon mean when he says chasing the wind? No, that means no matter how much satisfaction we get from work, it can never be our principal reason for living. Our only true fulfillment and purpose in life comes from knowing God intimately. It comes from walking in fellowship with him and loving him forever. Here Solomon again in Genesis in Ecclesiastes chapter 2 from verse 18. He says, I came to hate all my hard work here on earth, for I must have I must leave to others everything I have earned. And who can tell whether my successors will be wise or foolish? Yet they will Control everything I have gained by my skill and hard work under the sun. How meaningless. So I gave up in despair, questioning the value of all my hard work in this world. Solomon here continued to show that hard work bears no lasting fruit for those who work solely to earn money. Those who work solely to gain possessions, hard work bears no lasting fruit. Not only will everything be left behind at death, but it may be left to those who have done nothing to end it. In addition, it may not even be cared for, and all that was gained may be lost. In fact, Solomon's son, you know him, Rehoboam, he inherited his Solomon's throne, immediately made foolish decisions which split the kingdom. You can read that in 1 Kings chapter 12. So hard work done with proper motives, that is caring for your family, serving God, is not wrong. Hard work, when it's done with proper motive, when it is a means of bringing glory and honor to God, it is something good. We must work to survive. And more importantly, we are responsible for the physical and spiritual well-being of those that are under our care. But the fruit of our hard work 
don't to glorify only ourselves or don't just for our own pleasure will be passed on to those who may later lose or spoil it. Such toy often leads to grief, while serving God leads to everlasting joy. Do you know the real reason why you are working so hard? What's your purpose? What's your gain? What do you intend to accomplish at the end of everything? It's important to have the right perspective. It's important that we don't chase after the wind. My prayer for you today is that in all your labor, in all your hard work, in all your plan, to whatever you plan to accomplish, you will do it in your service to God and humanity. And you will put God first in all you do. God bless you. See you again tomorrow. In the name of Jesus. Amen.